is Writerish with Tiffany Thompson and Kenise Marshall. A writer-esque look at new writers. Hello, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Writerish. This is Kenise Marshall. Um, my co-host Tiffany Thompson is recovering from laryngitis, so please send well wishes to my friend um, as she is not. Uh, feeling well. Um, So feel better, Tiffany. We're going to miss you this week. Um, So this week, I wanted to continue with our discussion for writers, you know, talking about how you move through a story and how you develop characters and how you build upon your plot. Um, You know, so definitely there is a a method to the madness right like you can just start writing and you write and write and write and then eventually we all do we hit a spot where we just can't continue anymore either the story we had in our mind has changed so much we don't know where to go um the plot has uh actually or the plot has actually failed to evolve um so we've just gotten to a stopping point so you know a couple options to keep you moving and keep your story moving is to Go back to the backstory of your characters, you know, um, what is their history? Where are they coming from? What version of themselves are we finding them at at this point in the story? And have they evolved from that point? Um, You know, one of my favorite things is to and that it's quite common now but you know to find a story that starts in media race, right in the middle of things where you action has already taken place but the reader is not aware of it and so maybe we fill in uh we're starting in reverse like that movie memento right where guy pierce's character he's he's got all these messages he's he's left for himself and he's piecing it together um you know or another you know what is it um uh Oh my goodness, the movie with the guys and it's the wedding movie. One guy's getting married and um, they are the hangover. That's what it is. And they have to piece the night together, you know, so they we find them at one fixed point and then the story is not linear, right? We're going back in time. We're going forward. And so maybe you can play around with that, figuring out where we're finding your character at the point of the story that either they're introduced or where you're stuck in the storytelling. Um, Another tip we have is, you know, um, outside of starting with a with where they are, what if there's a specific event? Okay. Um, You know, most post apocalyptic stories, what was the apocalyptic event? What caused the end of the human species? Um, You know, was it aliens was zombies, you know, so it's going back and filling in those gaps of that story. Another way is to literally move them around Um, and call from the willow. I have a scene where um, the female character, Gail, is she's stuck in a room with this person and she has to get out of this room. But at the same time, I had to write in with her being injured. And that's when we discovered that they can be she can be injured by silver. Um, And so, you know, there's a, a scene where, you know, she's holding this person up in the air and they drop this weapon that cuts her um and so it's moving from literally moving this character from the chair next to the desk up to holding this person into the air and then her you know backing out of the room and so you can move in the story by literally moving your character around moving them from point a to point b and making sure that um 
you know, you're describing their actions. You want to fill in that gap because we don't want to start at one point where the person is, you know, maybe going up the steps and it's like, you know, well, Julian came into the room and, um, you know, she looked at the top of the stairs agonizing over each step um, because she was not ready to face her father or something to that effect. Well, we don't want to go from him reading at the bottom of the stairs to all of a sudden she's in the kitchen talking to her dad. Was there a thought process? You know, was she internalizing any events? Was she dreading talking to her father? You know, what got her to the top of the steps? Um, there's another scene that comes to mind um, when... Um, you know, someone, I, I was writing a scene for someone and this person is in a mental hospital and, um, or a psychiatric institution and they are leaving their room and they are walking down the hall to meet their brother who is sitting in the waiting room next to the vending machines. He's actually examining the vending machine while he's waiting on this person to show up. And so while in the scene itself, the person walking from their room to the door that leads to the waiting area is not that long of a walk. You can create length in the scene by talking about the green tile and the um, hospital antiseptic like smell of the area and um, you know talk about what that person is thinking about you know did this person want to see the person in the waiting room what was their history um, you know, were, were they sweating? Were they nervous? Were they angry? You know, what was propelling them forward? And you can create steps and create movement and then build plot and give more depth to this character by giving these moments of internalization or, um, you know, just uh, their thought process and then their actual movements of getting there. You know, if they're not feeling well, is their stomach turning? You know, are they having cramps? Are they having spasms? You know, if it's a, a fight scene, you know, you, you, how does, how do their, their body moves from one scene to the other? Um, you know, in my story, I have a couple of fight scenes um, and it's difficult when you see it on TV, you think of choreography, right? Um, and it's you think of where the person's going to step and how they're going to turn and how their body's going to react to a punch or kick being um, thrown at them um, from the opponent. And then when you're writing that that same level of choreography, it has to make sense. Um, and sometimes you can find yourself getting up and acting in those moments or using figurines and showing, you know, where well, this foot's going to go here, this person's going to step back there. Um, you know, and there's different types of writing too. you know, Tiffany and I, uh, the current book she has published, um, you know, the her postpartum journal, um, is not fiction, but she does write fiction. And, um, you know, to her, her style is very visual. Um, she wants you to have to feel like you are there. She has a way of researching scenes or researching places and then making you feel like you've been there. Um, you know, she talks about the cobblestone um, in one of her stories she talks about the cobblestone streets in Italy and um, the click clacking of he heels high heels this character is wearing and you can hear it and you can see it you know uh, it, it takes on these very tangible like visions when you think of her writing while you know my writing style is not is not that it 
um, it's not as detail oriented. And so I use action to get people around as far as like their actual movements or internal, you know, um, what they're thinking as they're walking and how sometimes their thinking will take them away. And so they don't notice how far they've traveled. Um, lots of introspective uh, aspects and her story has that as well but it's interesting to see how someone can delve into um, you know writing their story and and figuring out their voice Um, and so it's just important to remember you know what is the motivation of your character you know I am a writer that does not write with an ending in mind which some can say that's a detriment because you can wander around in a story for a while but I find that some of my best scenes are written while I'm wandering right so you can flush things out you can see what works there have been plenty of times where I've had paragraphs sometimes pages of writings that don't make it in the story not that they won't make it at some point but just they aren't right for where the story is at this time um and so it's good to have that good to have that discovery mode you know um figuring out who your characters are figuring out their rhythm you know would this person say that and it's strange to say um because you think of characters as just that they are things that you created out of your mind's eye you're putting them to paper but now you're bringing them to life and they will take on a life of their own and once you publish or you release your works out into the world you will soon find that people will will take take those characters and make them their own they'll relate to them through their own life circumstance they will see that story play out a certain way and then they will go as far to tell you your subconscious intention with each character not to be rude but it's how they envision that character you know that's why there's sometimes a lot of an uproar when shows come to an end or books come to an end um or graphic novels come to an end because the people that consume this genre this writing these worlds that are created they experience them in so many different ways and because of that because of that experience these characters take on a meaning of their own beyond anything you could have written for them you know fan writing so interesting because these people you know they take on these stories and these worlds that have been created and they just expand them beyond what maybe the life expectancy was for them what the original author envisioned for these characters and that is such an amazing thing you know they're it's amazing how the characters characters excuse me can take on a life of their own um so as you're writing and as you're figuring these characters out and they're developing and growing you will find as the author that you'll write a line and you'll say oh well that doesn't sound right for that character or that voice doesn't sound right for that character um and that you'll learn that that character just brings about a new and full version of themselves than when from when they started um, and they develop and grow as people do Um, another thing to keep in mind is that when you're writing it's okay to draw from personal experiences and it doesn't mean that you're writing a memoir and it doesn't mean that you're writing um, you know a nonfiction story about your life um, or or telling a, a truth about yourself but it's just drawing in that experience you know I always go back to with Um, you know call from the willow that that story was spawned out of a a breakup and while the story itself has taken on this fantastical nature there was emotion in that that led to that story being 
written and then flushed out. And then through changes in life, the story has changed. Um, and I'm not the person I was when I started the story, but I tried to keep true to the voice of the character um, that was Gail in that story. You know, with Tiffany, her story very much is, um, you know, the, the story that she wrote, the journal was about her experience, you know, dealing with um, postpartum, de- sorry, postpartum depression and, um, you know, her journey through that. And now she, you know, has created a resource to help mothers out there. Um, so at this time, I just want to take a small break and let you hear from some of our uh, favorite friends over at Too Cheap for Therapy. And uh, we'll be right back. This is Kareen and Marianne from Too Cheap for Therapy. Our podcast is 60% story time, 20% fake therapy, 10% serious talk, 8% made up words and shitty sound effects, 2% butterscotch ripple equals 100% hilarity. Now back to Writerish with Tiff and Kenise. Okay, welcome back to Writerish again. You're with Kenise Marshall. Um, I am by myself today or by myself on this episode um, as Tiffany is recovering from laryngitis. Tiffany, we are still thinking of you. Please recover soon um, because it's so weird to be on here by myself. Um, So I just wanted to bring up one last thing and, um, you know, that it's okay to have that moment where you're stuck and you don't feel like your story is progressing because that could be the time you need to take a break. Um, You know, there's the best thing you could ever do for yourself as a writer is to step away from your story um, because you're already going to be invested in it. You might even be a little tense about it. Um, You're going to get to a point where you're not ready to receive critique from people um, because you're too close to it. And so distance is always a favor you can grant yourself when you are writing and when you are exploring, you know, this, this vision, the story you have in your mind's eye. And you know, even if you are writing a life story, if you are writing your memoirs, or if you are writing about a non fiction um, occurrence that has taken place, you still need separation. Um, You still need time to let the story marinate, let the story just breathe. And you come back with fresh eyes, you know, um, it took me 10 years to write Call from the Willow. Because one, there was a lot of life circumstance that happened, you know, I met the love of my life. And we got married, bought a house, um, you know, and we've started our family. But in that, you know, it was taking a break from writing and, and developing this character and getting back to that voice, you know, I was in my early 20s when that story started um and now I'm in my early 30s (laughs) and so um you know the story has changed because life circumstance has changed um so you have to give yourself time you have to give yourself time to breathe and let the story breathe maybe it is an opportunity maybe you are ready to have other people read it to get their initial thoughts I um you know so it's worth It's worth to reframe the story. Give your mind time to reframe it and see it with different eyes. And then start fresh, whether that's a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months, and in some cases, a couple years. But that's okay. You've started on this journey and you will finish it. And that story will come back around and you'll get that burst of energy you did from the beginning and you'll be able to continue on. 
All right, my friends, thank you for joining me here on Writerish. I hope to hear from you next week. Please continue to find us on Facebook and listen to us on Anchor, on Spotify. We are now available on iTunes as well. We look forward to hear from your feedback next week. Tiffany should be back with me and we can bring you more good information about your writing journey. Be well, my friends. You've been listening to Writerish, a writer-esque look for new writers with Tiffany Thompson and Kenise Marshall. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.